Hello and welcome to Isolation and Me. I'm Blanche Anderson, voiceover actor and filmmaker. This is a podcast which explores personal experiences during the COVID-19 outbreak. It discusses the highs and the lows and whether we can find any positives in this unusual and uncertain situation. Gillian and I met five years ago at a friend's wedding. Both being Scots living in London, we obviously connected. It was love at first, Kayleigh. In fact, we both danced way too enthusiastically to show how very Scottish we were around the English and had to sit outside on the steps of King's College, Cambridge, because we both felt so puketastic. Yeah, <laughs> Gillian, do you remember? It was a beautiful day in Cambridge. The sun was shining. Your hair was lit. Golden blonde. <laughs> I don't remember feeling puketastic. That's not a phrase I would use. You did. <laughs> You did, and I was a witness. <laughs> Do you remember that? Just dancing way too much, yeah? I remember dancing way too much. I remember, because I love a Kaylee. It's one of the few things of a wedding I enjoy, because mm. I do. I find weddings quite boring. I said, not unpopular. I love that you just said that, like, <laughs> recorded, <laughs> you know, on record. <laughs> on record, do not invite me to your wedding. I won't enjoy it. Oh. Not just you. I'll come to your wedding, obviously. <laughs> Good to know. Are you going to get married? Um, I No, I think I'll get married, but I don't want a wedding. That's what I don't like. I don't like weddings. Mm. Just a long day, Everybody but he's hanging about uh, just too much. Free food and drink is just horrific. Really bad. <laughs> yeah, but the food's never good. Yeah, it is. No. Uh, maybe I go to more high-class weddings. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm going to the wrong wedding. <laughs> no, it was a good wedding, though. And it was the start of a blossoming friendship. <laughs> It was. And I also, um, we really went to town on the selfies. I have so many photos of that wedding and most of them are us. To be fair, that's a, that's a little hobby that we've kept up since then. Because we went on, when we went on holiday, we were pretty, I had a selfie stick and everything. That took up a whole, a whole evening. Yeah, I forgot about that. And you say a whole evening, you mean like a whole four evenings. You've got to get it right. Perfection takes time. It's a shame we got the stick involved in quite a lot of the photos though. But... <laughs> third wheel yeah exactly <laughs> exactly um okay so um firstly to get you in the the question zone i've got some quick fire questions for you are you ready no but here we go <laughs> i like that um have you been speaking to uh, friends more less or about the same as before more over what platform zoom who knew that zoom was a thing Zoom and WhatsApp. And I've also discovered that WhatsApp lets you have multiple chats with people as well. I think that's what I'm doing more. I'm not necessarily speaking to my friends more, but I'm speaking to groups of friends mm. in a way that I've never did. We should have got shares in Zoom oh, you know um, I mean? <laughs> a few weeks ago. Um, okay, do you feel judgmental um, when you witness people not following the rules? No, and I hate people that are judgmental about it. I just think people need to do what they need to do to get through within reason. Like, don't go around licking lampposts. Because <laughs> you see those videos of those people that are, like, licking their fingers and then, like, putting it on, like, on buses and stuff. Like, obviously, don't do that. But if you're in a park... What videos are you watching? It was mad. There was loads of them going around. There was a, one of this boy. And the thing is, I don't know if it was fake news, but there was one of this boy, and it was, like, a hashtag challenge on Twitter where he was, like, hashtag um, coronavirus challenge, I think it was. And he was, like, licking toilet seats and stuff. Oh, I mean, you don't want to do that anyway, let alone middle of pandemic. I mean, no surprise. Apparently, he landed up in hospital. But I thought that. I thought, well, it's not necessarily from coronavirus, is it? That's just a thing you just, just shouldn't do 
at ever exactly <laughs> to be fair not following the rules has degrees if you're having a nice little sunbathe and you are more than two meters away from anybody else have a lovely little sunbathe <laughs> i don't see the problem if you're doing it with people that are in your household it's 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 fine right i mean it just seems to and i know it's not fair but it really seems to discriminate against people in cities versus people in the countryside because nobody's telling anybody in the countryside they can't go and have a lovely forest walk mm-hmm. do you know what I mean it just seems that it's in it's in populated areas so of course there's going to be a higher density of people visiting the park but as long as everybody's sensible yeah then it's fine oh I was I was listening this morning actually you know how there was that big Ferrari about um Brockwell Park at the weekend I was gonna say that yeah 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 three thousand people and actually usually they get I don't know how much was it 10,000? 10,000, yeah. And so they're saying like it's it's down a lot from what it normally mm. is and actually given the size of the park and the fact that 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 number would have been spaced out across the whole day yeah. it's not panic stations. Also, you just um you know admitted to listening to Radio 4 because uh, that's what I was listening to. I never to said too. that. I never said that. I said a radio program. It's you that just outed me, so thank you. <laughs> outed both of us. But no, I do I do agree that us uh cityers or city people have got um you know, it is a little bit tough. I know, yeah, it's tougher because there's just more people. Yeah, but also like yeah, and also because I'm not getting out, I'm not necessarily seeing the people flaunting flaunting the rules but also I just think can everyone just stop being angry like I've stopped going on Twitter now because it's just people moaning about other people and you're like and we're moaning about the people when we're not even in contact with them as much but somehow we're moaning about them more yeah it blows my mind. I, agreed <laughs> um and in terms of like the the illness are you worried about getting it no, because I think I've already had it. Oh, to what degree <laughs> did you have it? <laughs> when was it? It would have been... So the, the Monday was the shuts of the restaurants and the theatres. So we all got sent home. And then that Tuesday, I got ill. And But I remember oh, thinking, yeah. oh, it's that thing where, like when you've stopped work. That's why you're feeling ill. Like, uh, but um, And then on Wednesday, mm-hmm. I felt really bad. Couldn't get out of bed. And then I was like, I had this terrible headache. And I was sweating. And it felt like a flu, but... It, wasn't the worst flu I've ever experienced in my life but then the kicker was on that Friday I completely lost my sense of taste and smell and that lasted for two weeks oh and was it like a a good on the dieting front not that you uh, you know I don't think I've ever known Gillian to actually diet in her life because she doesn't need to but um I mean was it good in the the not binge eating crisps or (laughs) yeah do you know what it was I didn't because it was just too depressing because but the thing is my mouth would water like I'd make myself a meal I'd be like oh I'm so looking forward to this and I could like everything was like set up to this is gonna be so nice and then I'd take a forkful and be like oh I can't taste it it's so depressing. I tried to make some more adventurous meals. I, like I just throw through in everything. So like, it doesn't matter if it doesn't taste good. I'll just use up all my ingredients because <laughs> I just need matter to stop feeling hungry. Like it became really functional and not enjoyable. Oh, I think some people will either have the whole like no taste and smell in general, like through, you know, some people just have it. And then also some people just um, don't enjoy food and they're like madness. Oh. What one thing are you secretly loving about being in this situation? Not seeing people. Kind of just being in my house and not leaving and not having to faff. Like there's occasions like when people are even suggesting like Zooms and I'm like, oh, but I, I just, I don't even want to see you in digitally. <laughs> I just like being by myself. I've discovered that about myself. So I'm, I'm, I'm quite good at just being myself and 
put one it's along. a great friendship to have actually someone that doesn't want to speak to you <laughs> um <laughs> I actually think you're high up there in terms of my friends of level of communication but maybe like I said it's the Kaylee love it's ever everlasting and ever growing maybe mm. absolutely <laughs> you you're an exception obviously there are exceptions to this rule yeah your boyfriend <laughs> I mean I wouldn't even go that far <laughs> oh sorry oh um okay so um and you know the nhs clap did you did you hear people around you like in the neighborhood doing it yeah so i kind of hang out i uh, hung out my window and and, and did it because i was in the middle of a it was one of my friend's birthday so we were all on zoom for his birthday and mm. then we all kind of left to go and to go and do it and there was kids across the street that had like spoons on pots and pans and Aww. there were people in their there were front gardens there were people like me who were doing it out their windows it was good I didn't want to shame you by saying you know to shame you and be like oh did you do it or not but that's really it felt magical didn't it it was it was I didn't feel emotional I know lots of people got like really emotional and mm. and and stuff about it I didn't I didn't feel that because I think I'd seen a lot of stuff online um, messages from doctors and nurses saying a clap's all very nice but we'd rather you just funded the NHS properly um <laughs> so oh. I do feel to an extent that that clap was more for the people doing it than it was for the NHS probably I mean that's quite an interesting point actually for the first time in our life jokes <laughs> um, right so tell us a little bit about your life before COVID-19 now get ready guys because we've got a celeb on our hands God, what a disappointment this is going to be now Shut so up. I was working on um everybody's talking about Jamie at the uh, Apollo Theatre I started there last September um and um just having a lovely old time in London's West End um so yeah I was doing that I was also studying for a BA at the moment mm. um so I yeah I'm doing a BA in theatre because although I went to drama school I didn't do a degree um and I always uh quite wanted to do one and it you know it kind of gives you more options for those times in between acting work as well um in terms of what you can in terms of what you can do and it's it's, you know it's a subject I love so I'm doing a BA in theatre distance learning through the Guildford School of Acting and aren't you acing it as well you um because you I think it must be quite hard because is it is it online anyway yeah so thankfully it is actually online anyway so in terms of going to classes we weren't affected too much we were we were meant to have mm. a, sem- a seminar they have three seminars throughout the year where you can go down to Guildford and mm. and, uh, and and do it over the weekend um, and that obviously got cancelled but I tell you what they've done which is absolutely amazing is because um, because they've lost a couple of their staff have come down with COVID-19 so everything's Oof. kind of getting shared about and yeah and so mm. everybody's backlogged with their work and and all that kind of stuff and I have to say like when I was ill when I was ill and then just kind of generally feeling depressed about this day I mean I lost a kind of good two weeks worth of study mm. with just the kind of everything being a bit crazy mm. um they they are um they what they call them they put in a safety net so basically they've taken our average score or average mm. yeah average grade as of uh, the 12th of March and whatever happens our end our final score won't drop below it so so does that nice. mean I mean do you obviously for you you're happy with the grade that you've been getting so far but do you think that's mm. fair for people that 
say haven't been happy and you've still got the you've still got the option to improve in it so you can't you won't drop below it so as long as you can you can't obviously just like because I was like fine I just won't do the rest of the course <laughs> that's what way my, my mark but no um you so you have to complete the rest of the modules it takes the pressure off just takes the stress off a little bit it's these people though that are having to do like art degrees and stuff from home I mean it's completely different isn't it yeah well anything that's okay anything that's kind of practical is really scuppered I was reading a thing about drama schools how they're going to do drama schools online because it's so practical I know and like I mean it's a lot of body language and stuff I don't know and I, I think um in England they're doing that thing aren't they of um you know using prelim um, marks and stuff and again I'm not sure if that's mm. fair I don't know I mean is um, I think that's fact anyway um I don't know I was, I was speaking to a couple of my, my uh, friends who are teachers uh one of whom works for a kind of posh uh, private school down kind of Brighton mm. way and he was saying that what their kind of the murmurs are uh, is that they want to kind of use the situation to restructure how the terms are organized mm. so he was saying they've been talking for years about uh, doing something that's more similar to the Australian system so where your year would begin in January mm. and you would just that'd be your year and then the next January you'd move up as opposed to doing August to August um I see which is quite which apparently a lot of the rest of the world does but we don't um I think maybe to do with our summer holidays um and then they were talking about the fact that and I was reading an article as well that was talking about it's making everyone address what school is actually for Mm -hmm. is it about sitting exams or is it about learning and our exams are a reflection of how well everybody learns in the first place Mm -hmm. um but then there's another the other friend was saying um the problem is if if you're going to allow teachers to kind of mark uh, to to grade their students how do you get parity between schools Mm -hmm. i mean that student might be really good in that class but take that student into a different class and they might not be as good in comparison yeah i was gonna say i can't i don't actually know if you've touched on this um already but um you know you do teaching don't you yeah i've done so i've done teaching alongside kind of um acting work pretty pretty much as soon as I graduated I to teach singing and drama and I've just started doing lambda in mm-hmm. fact you have um just caught me after doing my very first online lambda lesson Ooh, well I feel like this is a good segue into what you know what's your situation now then so obviously you can still keep up the teaching then but just it has to go online I'm hoping to um so basically when we all got sent home I did spend a good two weeks just being really angry, just really angry and then a bit upset mm. and then kind of just floundering around, worried about money. Um, mm. And I'm, you know, and I'm in, I'm in a, a fortunate situation. I'm quite lucky. But I think they took so long to kind of say what they were going to do to help self-employed people that mm. I was signing every petition. I was writing to my MP. I was just scrabbling around like the government has to help us because it was so overwhelming and stressful and then since mm-hmm. that's kind of you know we are getting forms of forms of help which is slightly taking the, the pressure off I think the the extra thing with um being an actor or a performer is there's such a blurred line anyway between love of the job and you know being paid for the job so you know mm-hmm. I, I remember when you were on you know performing um at one point you you were performing like every night or something weren't you for well yeah you, you went was... on a lot um yeah but yeah, you you just kind of you're elated and stuff. So you've got the whole emotional aspect of this being your love and passion, and you know having to stop that mid. Yeah, and also one of my friends was saying to me the other day, he was like, "It's it's one of those jobs where actually it's very much it's very much part of your identity. 
in a way that some other jobs aren't mm. like I very much define myself a lot of actors do I think in, in terms of what your job is or, or and you know your sense of self-worth often comes from how well your career is doing which is a terrible state of affairs but mm-hmm. that's kind of that's that's yeah. kind of that's kind of how it is and I remember one of my friends kind of saying I've realized I have no hobbies that my job is just you know you're just you're you're out just doing yeah. the beat you're you're when you're not in work you're trying to get work when you're in work you're um you're you're working and the, but you're also kind of looking at what's next what's the next thing you're going to do and so your life kind of you kind of live to work um and so when that's taken away mm. you really don't you really don't know kind of who you are or what you're doing I haven't sang since we've stopped and I kind of said that to a friend the other day and she she said the same she was like I can't I can't do it it's like my voice is too many memories almost yeah but it's like an emotional because the first you know the first place emotion hits you is in your voice you know when you can't speak Mm -hmm. and she she was saying you know I'm just worried if I go to sing that's when it will all kind of really hit me have you cried about it you know have you had kind of like an an outpour yeah I've cried twice (laughs) (laughs) about about the job or about the situation in general do you know what I think both were about the job the yeah the first one was I was just standing in my kitchen and I just had a real a real pang of missing my job and how happy I was in my job because I loved that Mm. job Uh, so I had a real pang of just of just grief I guess just missing it just being like my what I don't know what my life is anymore I don't know what life's going to be I miss the sense of purpose it gave me and I miss just how much I I loved it and then the second time it was it was a similar it was a similar thing it was we'd we've got this group whatsapp at work which kind of keeps us in touch with what equity are kind of coming to agreements mm-hmm. with salt that's the society of london theatres um and uh do you know what i can't i can't even remember what the message was but it was it was something to do with how how things were processing and i think no i tell you what it was it was what it was um how long it was going to be before we could potentially reopen and i would and i just thought oh <gasps> that's a long time yeah uh, that's a long and time. and also the the there's you know there's a question mark over well first things first it, when there's a recession one of the first things to go is you know the creative arts in general we all know that from the, the cuts that have been previously made um and also you know because it's um a pandemic I guess a crowd of people all together you know the government aren't going to want to do that ASAP mm. even if things are looking okay because it's too high risk so I guess there's just a huge uncertainty for you isn't there um yeah there's um I mean I know certain arts councils have decided they won't reopen their theatres till the end of September mm. and when everybody's talking about June you kind of go okay I can make it to June when you start saying it's September you that's when you go Oh, and that's why I was like, right, well, I just need to get, I need to get on. I need to find some kind of work, give myself some kind of focus. And so I've started, started today nice. doing my online uh, Lambda. How was it? Uh, go to my Facebook page, Gillian Ford, Lambda teacher. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> it. She's amazing and very talented. When I went to see her um, doing everybody talking about Jamie, Sorry, I, I can't say that without trying to do everybody's talking about Jamie. There you go. Um, not a singer. Um, yeah, um, the, like this random person just said, oh, the mother was so good. And that was you, babes. So you're a very talented actor. But then, yeah, so how did you find it today? Intense. So it was a one-to-one. So normally I do uh, Lambda sessions with groups. Um, but today was a one-to-one so just um, me and one student for and I did it for 30 minutes uh, so I did a slightly shorter time but you know what it was so good but to start with the internet connection was so bad 
I thought the whole thing was going to have to be abandoned. I was like, this isn't going to work. This is a disaster. There was there was delays. Mm. And while you still need to work with the delays in terms of if you're doing music or anything like that, it, it makes it a little bit kind of eggy. Mm. Um, by the end of it, I was flying. I was like, okay, good. Okay, this is how, this is what works. It's a learning curve. It's like, and there's, yeah. there's loads of Facebook groups as well that have been set up to help online teaching to kind of help you avoid the pitfalls mm. and kind of, uh, you know kind of good ideas of like because like just basic kind of games all have to be adapted yeah um so that they work they work on they work online um so it is a learning curve but I don't feel alone in doing it there's a there's a lot of people in, in my situation and it's what I, I I mean I did it alongside doing the show in the evening so I I do it for the enjoyment of it as well mm. so and it just gives it, I felt afterwards I felt really kind of um I got a bit of a buzz from it and I was like oh that because it felt it felt like performing in a way yeah. and um and it just gave me some it just gave me some energy and yeah I feel good for it so um good. yeah if I can build that up even more I will be a very happy bunny I find um for me anyway the more productive I am in the day the the more you know my level of contentness if, <laughs> if that's how you say it mm-hmm. with the teaching and with um you know your your course I guess that's kind of a a sense of normality to it all. So, I mean, have you ever found yourself forgetting the bigger picture of what's actually going on? Um, I don't know if you can ever forget it. It's it's everywhere. It's when I put my radio on. It's when I, you know, I look at my social media and however I've tried to try and stop myself going on social media as much as I have been to calm myself mm. down. I can't do it at all. I wish I could, but I just don't have the discipline, self-discipline to do it at the moment. Why do you think that is? I think it's a bad habit. I think if if ever I'm bored, I will just pick my phone up and have a little look. Mm. Uh, and I'll do that, you know, far more than I should throughout the day. And so when you've got more time, you've got more time to do that as well. But if I keep myself busy, I don't do it as much. And that, that's the trick, isn't it? It's just kind of distracting yourself because it, it is just a waste of time to go on the social media and seeing everybody being angry and seeing yeah. everybody panicking and it's not helpful. There can be good points though, because obviously some jobs are posted up there and stuff. Oh, for sure. And look, how, and look how I'm earning my money now, right? <laughs> oh, I do feel for people that uh, maybe we don't know how to use certain technology and stuff because we're old now. But um, I do feel bad for people that you know just have no clue at all, or they've just not been brought up with technology, and you know they must feel so isolated because it's isolating enough as it is. Let alone if you can't actually speak to friends over the internet or whatever. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, that's great that you feel like productive. I, I'd say the other thing that we both share is that we are lovers of the radio, absolutely lovers. And, you know, I, I find <laughs> myself, I'm listening to Radio 4 and I know she loves it too. Mm-hmm. And um, it is just constant news and it's, the news is just constant coronavirus. And, you know, you still want to listen to stuff in the background, but it, it does soak in subconsciously, doesn't it? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I'm a big lover of uh, podcasts as well. Like, And it's been quite a good opportunity to um, kind of download new ones and kind of search out new podcasts at the moment because mm-hmm. you just you need this, it, you just want entertainment. And also, especially because I'm living by myself at the moment, my lodger's mm-hmm. going to live with her boyfriend for the duration of this. It's nice just to have some noise in the house. Yeah. So whether it's music or whether it's talking, it just makes me feel a little bit less alone if I've just got some kind of low level. Do you feel lonely? When it's quiet. I feel I feel this the silence is loud if that makes sense mm-hmm. I don't <laughs> I don't know if I feel lonely because I can I can still connect to people I can still talk to people but I'm aware of being on my own in fact was it the other day I said oh yeah the other day I got a real bad like I got a food stuck in the back of my throat and I was coughing 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 and I suddenly thought if I died like of unrelated to corona in my house by myself how long would it be 
Oh, I've actually had that thought many times, not even during this period. Um, I was thinking, my goodness. Um, so there, I mean, for me anyway, there's at the very beginning, there was almost like a sense of grief about my old life, let alone, you know, compared to now. And it was like a very up and down, like not feeling um, emotionally steady, I guess, as because you're just kind of like, oh, it used to be like this. Um, so what do you miss most about your old life? I miss I miss my job. What a, what a loser! No, <laughs> I miss my I miss my job. I miss the routine of my job. I miss um, the people and the everything that kind of went along with it. That's what I miss most. I do think I thought to myself the other day. I was like, there are times in my life where if this had happened, I wouldn't have been as sad as I am mm. for whatever reason. I maybe wasn't in as good a place, but it just felt this year was particularly cruel because um, mm. I was you know very happy and would you say that that was your lowest moment then because basically my my next one is just to describe one of your lowest moments but I think you kind of touched on it before that that's been the main yeah yeah the two the two episodes of crying both in a both in the kitchen <laughs> great why why is that <laughs> why is it about kitchens <laughs> were you also mourning your sense of loss of uh, taste oh yeah maybe <laughs> Yeah, maybe. But you know what? I remember that. Actually, maybe a kitchen's a theme for me. I remember when I broke up with an ex years ago um, and we were living together. It was always washing dishes in the kitchen. I'd have a wee cry about the it. The kitchen. <laughs> so anyone who needs a cry, head to that kitchen. Also, I love that um, What's Your Lowest Moment is not seeing your long-term boyfriend. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I still I still chat to him. That's what I mean, though. Like, you still you still chat to people. You still... Yeah. You did long distance doing Mamma Mia, didn't you, last year? So you're kind I of... Was, yeah. And and so, yeah, I did. I did. I was on tour for 14 months. And then he was working up in Cambridge um, for, for quite a while. So we were... And as well, because I'm doing the show in the evenings, we were mm. quite used to not seeing each other that regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, although he pointed out to me, it's been... It'll be five years coming this November. We'll be going out. Where's that time yeah. gone? Oh, I'm- that's crazy. I remember when um you guys like got together. Oh, I just remember thinking another single friend bites the dust. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what's been your like a highlight of social distancing um or isolation? I know that you said not seeing your friends uh... like me, but what what's <laughs> what's another highlight? What a cow. <laughs> Doing stuff around the house. So I have a list of jobs that um or ideas or things that I want to do with my house that I just have been putting off because I'm like oh I don't have enough time so I've been painting uh walls I've been painting um or this is how bad I am the wooden stuff that goes around the bottom of the floor skirting board skirting board thank you (laughs) um and most exciting for me um I'm putting up Rails. domestic goddess so what oh i just skipped a question let's backtrack yo let's pretend it never happened <laughs> what are you learning about yourself i know you touched on this earlier but what are you learning and is there anything that's actually surprised you i've learned that i'm quite good in isolation i'm quite good at amusing myself and giving myself stuff to do and kind of setting tasks for myself I think and also I think I guess I've learned that that's how I, what I need to do in order to function but I, I, I might have known that about myself because I love a to-do list I like ticking things off to kind of feel like I'm progressing yeah. um in some way otherwise what am I learning about myself oh, that I am quite lazy 
much lazier than I um, would like to think I am. So you're not bored at the moment? I'm not bored, no. No, I'm not bored because I'm kind of setting myself stuff to do. And even, and there is an avoidance of boredom in so much as avoiding doing those things because then you'll find other things to do to not do them. Yeah. And so you can't be bored because your mind's constantly thinking either I need to do that thing or I need to find something that as an excuse to not do that thing. So you can't be bored. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And also I completely um, relate because there's this one thing and I really need to do it. And I have literally thought of anything else in the world. Even the apocalypse yeah. will not get me doing this one thing. It's hilarious. Oh, for sure. Do you know what I mean? That's that's how you know the things that you will never do and the things you really don't want to do is after however many months in isolation, you still haven't done it. You need to really question. <laughs> yep. In two to three months' time, where do you see yourself? Like, in what position do you see yourself in? I mean, I hope I'll be back at work. I mean, that would be lovely. That's if it all just kind of starts up where where we left off. If not, I think at least I've given myself a safety net of uh, of kind of building up some teaching. Of course, the problem with that is then if I do go back to work, I will have kind of this other job that I wouldn't necessarily want to kind of let go. So I might just be creating more Mm. work and hassle for myself if that's what ends up happening. You can still do both like you said Jamie is at night and then teaching is a day it's great yeah and at least by that point by the June I will have finished my degree so I will have a degree by that point yes and we can celebrate in person maybe wouldn't that be lovely um, I don't know about you but I'm finding it difficult to see in the future like even when I was thinking to myself how would I answer that question I was like all I can see is today and tomorrow and probably that's as much as I can see do you know what I mean yeah I find if I think about next year I feel like that like I think because I still because maybe in a couple of months time I'm still thinking there's still going to be effects from this maybe not all businesses will have opened back up maybe there'll still be restrictions but if we're thinking maybe kind of even longer term than that Mm. then I, I I struggle to to see how what normal looks like at that point yeah totally get you Overall, do you think that you've reacted to the situation quite positively? Not to begin with. Not to begin with. I felt really angry to start with and, and all the rest of it. And mm. I I was I found myself, I was really irritable. I'd be really irritable if I was speaking to um, my boyfriend on the phone or, or my, you know, my parents or anything like that. I would, I would be really snappy and really irritable. And I remember mm. I had a Skype meeting with my uh, agent just to kind of check in. And I remember we were, mm. we were just talking away. And I remember he, he said to me, he was like, you look absolutely mental. I thought I was being really normal. He was like, your eyes look absolutely crazy. Mm. He goes, you're not okay. And I was, and I was like, no, I am. I'm, fa- I'm fine. Yeah. So, um, so no, but I also think positive or negative, you just feel how you feel and you have to allow yourself to feel totally. it. Totally. Because there is, there's no right or wrong way to um to behave in a situation like this you do what you need to do to protect yourself Mm. and you know and get through it totally and that is why I keep eating sugar um (laughs) so if you you know if you were speaking to someone that was really um het up about all this and just needed a bit of reassurance um about everything going on what one gem of wisdom would you give them i will be all right in the end oh look at her go (laughs) or My favourite one is, what's for you, no go by you. Do you know what I mean? Just bring out the Scots phrases. <laughs> yeah, no, I think just allow yourself to feel how you need to feel, when you need to feel it. Don't berate yourself. All your feelings and emotions and actions are valid. Nice. Very zen. The end. <laughs> zen. <laughs> Well, thank you very much. Um, that's me questioned out, but I'm, I look forward to catching up with you in a few months' time, Gillian. Whoop-a. And you. What a pleasure it's been. Aw, thank, thank you. you. Thank- Bye. Thanks for listening to Isolation and Me. 
Don't forget to subscribe and share and stay safe.